Welcome to a special bonus episode of Grief with Grace. I want to begin by wishing all of my friends, family, and listeners in the United States a very happy and peace-filled Thanksgiving. And because it is Thanksgiving Day, this episode is going to be short, I promise. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for mothers who have children in spirit and who are now navigating life after the unimaginable. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, and I am one of those mothers. Each week, my guests and I will be sharing with you insights, stories, tools, and inspirations to help you find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. So it's Thanksgiving Day in the United States, and we're supposed to be happy, and we're supposed to be grateful. But let's face it, it can be hard, very hard, to be grateful when we're grieving. We tend to focus on what we don't have, on what's missing. I mean, how can we not? And it doesn't matter if it's a parent or a sibling or your child. The physical absence is unmistakable. If someone has been at your Thanksgiving dinner table every year of their life or your life, and all of a sudden they're not there, you can't you can't pretend that didn't happen. You can't pretend that they're not there physically. And so the sadness at this time of year can be so overwhelming. I've seen a lot of comments on Facebook from um, moms that I'm friends with who have children in spirit, from moms in a lot of the um, groups for bereaved moms and bereaved parents on Facebook. And I get it. It's It's painful. This is my second Thanksgiving since Greg left this life, and it still hurts. I still miss him physically, you know, since he's not here. Thanksgiving was his favorite holiday. He loved it, I think because of the food, but he loved it, and he loved being with his family. And I will say that even though he was still here physically three years ago, we had had a falling out a week before Thanksgiving. And so he didn't spend Thanksgiving with us that year. And then he went to heaven five or six weeks later. So it's hard. It's a very tender time of year. So I wanted to give you some ideas today on what you can do in the midst of all the sadness and the heartache. Um, First of all, don't act like it's not there. It's there. You hurt. You're grieving. But what you can do is you can focus on what you do have. That soul chose you to be his or her mother, whether you gave birth to that child or you adopted that precious child. Because I know that a lot of the moms in my community, um, there are some who adopted their children. That bond is just as special. Um, so when I do this, I and and I mean, I do this all the time and I, I very freely tell people that I'm so grateful and thankful that Greg chose me to be his mom in this life. And I'm grateful for the 29 plus years that I did have him here here physically. Am I deeply filled with sorrow that it wasn't longer than that? Selfishly, yes, of course. But I can be both grateful and sad at the same time. Okay. Um, You can also be grateful for the people that have been there for you since your child left. You can also be grateful for the ones that weren't there for you. 
because that gives you the opportunity to release them and do so with love and grace. You know, saying that reminds me of that quote by, I think it was by Maya Maya Angelou that said, um, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. And I think that in my lifetime, and I've been through a lot of loss and a lot of trauma and a lot of, um, a lot of challenging experiences in my life, but, um, I know that to be true. And I know that when we go through periods like that, it's amazing how people really do show us who they are. And in the past, I've been guilty of allowing people to, um, I, ca- I call it stay past their expiration date. I know that sounds kind of silly, but it's my way of kind of bringing some levity to a situation. So, um, you know, and then of course, 2020 has brought challenges that are unique beyond anything any of us have ever experienced before, right? And 2020's also brought grief of one form or another for everyone. So, you know, what can you be thankful for during 2020? Maybe you've had more time with your family. Maybe you've had more time to develop or deepen your connection to your child in spirit. Maybe you've had more time for self-care, self-reflection, you know, more time to take an honest look at your life at this point. So I would really invite you today to take some time for moments of joy in the day. And you can do this by allowing yourself to laugh, allowing yourself to smile, write a letter to your child in spirit and express all the ways that you're grateful to him or her. Write a list of all the things that you have to be grateful for from your past, as well as your present. Write a letter to, you know, both of my parents are in spirit. And so I could write a letter to one or both of them expressing my gratitude. Even if you had a challenging relationship with your parents, and I did have a challenging relationship with my mom, um, you know, there are still things to be grateful for. And I had a really good mom. Don't, don't misunderstand. Um, but I, we still had challenges. And yet I also know that for whatever reason, my soul chose her to be my mom. I believe that anyway, that uh, my soul chose her to be my mom in this life. So I can, I can be grateful for the gifts and the learning experiences that my soul had as a result of being her daughter in this life. If you haven't already, I highly encourage you to go listen to episode 25 of this podcast, because in that episode, and I don't have it in front of me, but I gave you a number of ideas for how to navigate the holidays this year. So that's a really good resource. And I've had some really good comments and feedback from people about that episode and ways that it helped them look at the holidays and things they could do in a new light. And then as always, you have a choice as to how you experience Thanksgiving or anything else for that matter. So acknowledge your sadness and grief. Don't push it aside. Don't act like it isn't there. But then choose whether or not you're going to stay in that space all day or whether you're going to take some time to express gratitude and again to find small moments of joy in the day. Any of you who know me, um, you know, and I think that anyone listening to this knows me in some way, just from listening to this podcast. 
Um, I don't share a lot on here. I haven't shared a lot yet about my grandchildren, but anyone who knows me in real life or knows me from social media knows that my grandchildren are my greatest source of joy and inspiration. Um, and my, and their dad, my, my other son, my older son. Um, and so I will be with them tomorrow and I will, I will smile. I will find moments of joy because to do anything less would be a disservice to them. And it would also be a disservice to Greg's memory because he adored his nephews. And so, yes, I will find moments of joy during the day. I'll also honor and acknowledge my sadness and my sorrow that Greg is not here physically, that my mom and dad aren't here. Um, my dad never met any of my grandchildren and that makes me sad. Um, you know, you can also, you know, be sure to light a candle in your child's memory tomorrow. And if you'd like to set a place for them at your dinner table and share a favorite story about them. I mean, again, go back to episode 25. I gave so many examples of things in there that you can do to honor your child during the holidays. And let me end by saying that I am grateful for each one of you listening, for listening to this podcast, for supporting me and this podcast. I know that a lot of you listening are either friends of mine in real life or friends of Greg's who are now friends of mine. I know that a lot of you are in my Facebook community. I know that a lot of you I've never met. Um, I'm grateful to each and every one of you for sharing this podcast with others, for every rating and review, for all the guests that I've had on that, who've been gracious enough to share their time and their wisdom with me and with you. And I'll tell you that I have a lot more coming up before the end of 2020 that I'm excited about. I have two more guest interviews that I'm editing now that are super, super powerful and very exciting. Um, I was very honored to have these people as guests and then well into 2021. Um, and so to those in the United States, I wish you and your families a peaceful and happy Thanksgiving. And please don't forget that I am offering a special experience for Black Friday of two breathwork sessions for the price of one, but this is only good until Monday, November 30th at midnight Eastern time. And these sessions are gentle yet powerful, and they really can help you shift so many of the emotions and the suffering related to grief. And so this would be a beautiful gift to you from your child. So the link to that is in the show notes, but it's, um, it's tinyurl.com forward slash breathwork 2020. And again, I wish you a peace filled day, a beautiful weekend. And until next Tuesday, I'm sending you love, grace, and gratitude. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the grief with grace podcast. Be sure to join our Facebook community and follow me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you fresh new content each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I hope you do, please be sure to share it with a mom who could use a little extra support. Until next week, 
I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.